sooner or later, when you least expect it, there comes a point of no return, a dead end from which there seems no escape, a moment in time, a moment of crisis. It's just past seven o'clock, and night has swallowed up the expensive imported sedan as it bores through the gloom of a curving country road. The driver is Beatrice Saxon, the head of her own successful real estate firm. Her passenger, a younger woman, Phyllis Comfort. Their destination this evening, a swank suburban restaurant where Beatrice is to be named Real Estate Woman of the Year. Beatrice drives skillfully, chattering happily with Phyllis. For how could she know that ahead of her in the winding two-lane road lies an appointment with a destiny altogether different than the one she anticipates? An appointment with... But that's our story, which is called Shortcut. Saxon? Of course I am. How could I not be thrilled? Do you realize what this will mean to the business? Oh, real estate woman of the year. It must be worth thousands just in free advertising. And in contacts, prestige. Oh, Phyllis, if you knew how I've worked to build up this office. When my husband died, they all said, give it up. Wear widow's weeds. Oh, but I couldn't picture myself eking out the rest of my life on his insurance and social security. Oh, my. I'll bet he'd be proud of you tonight. Well... I try never to look back. Oh, but I must say that I never dreamed I'd be sitting at the head table. You've been a real inspiration to me, Mrs. Saxon. Taking me in, helping me get my license, showing me the ropes. I just hope you know how grateful I am. It's the only way to repay the kindness that I was shown. Besides, Phyllis, you're going to be a good addition to the office. Oh, and look, starting tonight... Why not call me B? Hey, I hate the name Beatrice, but Mrs. Saxon sounds stuffy. Uh, all right. B. Say, how much farther is this turnoff to get us back on the main highway? Oh, it's only a little way now. This really is shorter to go this way? I think so. Well, it certainly is dark. This is mostly dairy country, I take it. <laughs> yes, the air is kind of pungent, isn't it? <laughs> Lord, what's he doing? You did. He was walking along the edge of the road, and he stepped up on the pavement just as we came around the corner. I know, but I... I swerved. I... Let, let me pull off the road and park. My, my hands are shaking so bad I can't... Here, I'm getting out and going around the other side. You slide over. I'm driving us. No. No, we have to see if he's hurt. No, we don't have to see if he's hurt. What we have to do is get out of here as fast as we can. Nobody saw it happen. Come on, Mrs. Saxon. Believe me, it's the only thing to do. And so tonight, 
It is with pleasure and pride that the Realtors Association of Greater Middleton presents the award as Real Estate Woman of the Year to Mrs. Beatrice Saxon. My hands are shaking. No, you look fine. Go on, go on. Just pretend nothing has happened. Ladies and gentlemen of the association, my dear friends, I I can't tell you how honored I am to receive this this wonderful award. I am especially honored because I know that this represents the real estate profession's traditional dedication to the highest standards of ethics, honesty, and and, and service to the community. I pledge to you that that I'll do everything I can to to uphold the faith you've placed in me. Thank you. Oh, that was a wonderful speech, Dean. Certainly want to congratulate you. Uh, hey, uh, are you leaving already? Do you mind, Grady? B has a touch of flu, Mr. Grady. I'd better get her home. Well, good morning, B. Mind if I come in? Your office door was open, so I... No, 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 come in, Phyllis. Close the door, please. I've, I've been searching all through the morning papers, and well, there isn't a word about, about last night. No, I know there isn't. Oh, you've seen them, too. Yes. You can relax, B. There won't be anything about a hit and run. How can you know that? B... Let's just say that I've found a way to repay you for your kindness to me. You know, like you were saying to me last night, just before the accident, about how the only way you can repay a kindness is to do something for someone else. Well, I found a way to repay you. I don't understand you. Nobody will be found. But... Last night, after you went home, I took my own car and drove back to the spot. Oh, no, you didn't. It was a good thing I did. He wasn't a very large man. In fact, he wasn't much more than a kid. Had a beard, knapsack on his back. Just a hippie, I guess. Anyway, there was nothing anyone could do for him, so I buried him. You... you what? It's all over. I probably shouldn't have told you, but... I didn't want you to worry. Oh, this is like a nightmare. Not anymore. Don't you see, B? You are out of it now. It's just as if it never happened at all. Nobody knows a thing about it, except you and me. Oh, who on earth can that be at one o'clock in the morning? Yes, who is it? Phyllis Comfort, B, your protege. Can I see you? It's awfully late. For heaven's sake. The night is young. Don't tell me you were in bed. No, no, I I was reading. I I couldn't sleep. Oh, well, come in. So this is where the legendary lady hangs her hat? The lair of the legendary lady. Sounds like something Earl Stanley Gardner might have written. Sit down, Phyllis. You, um, 
You seem to have been celebrating. I thought you were showing a house tonight. Oh, I was. I was. In fact, my client was so impressed, he insisted we have a little drink. <laughs> so we did. I see. Phyllis, what you do on your own time is your own affair, of course, but what affair? you Affair? Who said anything about an affair? I just you said we had a drink little... if you can't handle it. Especially not with a client. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry if I broke one of the house rules, boss lady. Well, in the future, just keep a professional attitude, Phyllis. After all, you know as well as I do that in real estate you occupy a position of trust. Oh, yes, indeed. I know that. I know that very well. Didn't I prove that to you last week? The night of the big award banquet? I'm sure you had some reason in mind to come over here tonight. That's right. I did. I was driving home when I thought, you know, Phyllis Comfort, old girl, it looks like your employer could show a little more gratitude for what you did for her. Are you saying what I think you're saying? I think I'm saying what you think I'm saying? Yes. Phyllis, I'm going to make some good, strong coffee, and I want you to drink it and then go home. I'm sure you're not expressing what you intend to say right now. Look, let's cut the double talk. What I'm saying is, a week has gone by since I put my neck out a mile for you. Now I want to know what you've got in mind for me. Hmm? I see. Very well, if you want to discuss this, I'll be happy to discuss it when you're sober. No, thank you. We'll discuss it here and now. In words of one syllable, Mrs. Real Estate Woman of the Year, how much is it worth to you to stay out of prison? You can't mean this. Listen, honey, do you know what I did when I buried that guy? I went through his pockets, and I found a lot of interesting stuff, like his name and address and a whole bunch of identification. And I've got it. What do you intend to do with it? Well, that depends on what you do for me. Yes. Yes, I see. Well, what is it you want? Money? Right. Right on. More money. And I think... I think a nice partnership would be nice. Partnership? With a percentage of the gross right off the top. Every month. You're out of your mind. You've only been with the company less than six months. Gil Grady has been with me since the day I started. If anybody deserves a partnership, it's him. Oh, is that so? What has Gil Grady done for you? Has he kept you from disgrace? Kept you from losing your business? Has he kept you out of prison? Hmm? Phyllis. Phyllis, perhaps... Perhaps I haven't been generous enough with you... I can see that you've harbored some resentment toward me. Uh, maybe I should increase your earnings. And tomorrow, when you see things in their tomorrow, normal life... Tomorrow, nothing. But what you're doing is blackmail. Do you realize that? And what you did is manslaughter. Or neg negligent homicide. Don't you realize that? Well, I realize it, sweetie. I was there. I saw the whole thing. 
And I can testify how you drove on back to bury the poor guy. And I can plant his wallet right here in your apartment and let the police find it. That's what I can do. Where are we headed for, B? Oh, no place in particular, Grady. I I just wanted to talk. Well, shoot. I'm being... I'm being blackmailed. What? You? The night of the dinner, on the way there, I... I hit a man walking along this very road. Oh. I swerved. I, I tried to miss him. I, I I thought I did miss him, but I know him. I must have sideswiped it because I heard a thump on the side of the car. What did you do? I... I drove away. I stopped, but... I drove away without even looking back. Listen, wasn't Phyllis comfort with you? Yes. Oh, oh. You mean she's the one who... Yes. Why that lousy little tramp? Why did you drive away? I wanted to get out and go back, but Phyllis insisted that we go on. And I have no excuse. I... I let her drive me the rest of the way. Well, there hasn't been anything in the news about a hit-and-run accident. No. Because Phyllis went back to the spot and buried the... buried the body. You're putting me on. No, I'm not. And she said she's got his wallet with all his identification. Wait a minute. You were driving this car when it happened? Yes. Oh, what did you do about the damage? I, I, I don't think there was any... Are you kidding? If you hit somebody hard enough to kill him, you clobber up your car. A pullover, right over there. You say you hit him on this side of the car, the right? Yes. Hmm. That's funny. Say, B, there isn't so much as a scratch on this car. Do you know what I think? I think you were framed. You think this is near where you hit him, huh? I'm pretty sure. Well, I want you to see with your own eyes there isn't any fresh grave around here. That whole thing was a setup. Don't you see? She could have had the guy plant himself along this old road, and when he saw you coming, all he had to do was step out into the road and whack the side of the car with his fist when you went by. Heck, we used to do that when I was a kid in school. People would look back and you'd be lying in the road pretending you were hurt. Oh, we were real jokesters. Oh, Grady. Grady, look. Huh? What? Oh, over here, under the shrub. Oh, yeah. Fresh dirt. Oh, Grady. What if... Now, look. Why don't you go back and sit in the car? I'll be just a minute. What... What are you going to do? Well, I brought this stick along that I broke off the tree back there, Remember? I'm going to probe. Oh. Now, you go back to the car. No. No, no, I'll stay here. Go ahead. Push your stick into that fresh earth. No, nothing there. No. This is probably just a wild goose chase. What? What is it? What's the matter? Well, it 
struck a rock, probably. Here, I'll, I'll scrape away a little dirt. Uh-oh. What? Uh, w- wait a minute. Uh, look, B. let's go back to the car now. I mean it. Go on. What did you find? It's his shoes. There's the rest. I don't think I'd do that right away, B. What happened was an unavoidable accident. Sure, you should have reported it and all, but doing it now will only buy you trouble. Well, then what about Phyllis? Yeah, well, you let me take care of little Phyllis. What will you do? Well, first I want to get whatever she's got that could identify the guy. Then I think we have to face it. She'll have to be paid off. Yes. How much should I pay? Well, let me work on that, too. Meanwhile, you go on as if nothing had happened. Think you can do that? I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try. Mm, that's my girl. Oh, Grady, thanks for being you. Oh, boss lady, you're back. Yes, Grady, did you want to see me? Yeah, let's go someplace where it's private. How are you doing? Oh, as well as can be expected, I guess. Well, I've got some good news for you. You better hang out that help-wanted sign. Phyllis won't be coming back anymore. What did you do? Well, I had to promise her a bundle, but you can swing it, and then it'll be all over. How much, Grady? How much blackmail do I pay her? Well, I got her down to 50000 but... 50000 But look what that buys you. She leaves town, and not only that, have a look at this. Well, go ahead, look at it. I don't want to. This is the guy's ID. Wallet, cards, everything. Take it away, burn it. Okay. Anyway, now you're in the clear. It's a little too late, Grady. I, I haven't been able to live with myself since it happened, so, so I, I've just been to the police. The police? I I told them everything. There'll be a police car around here in a minute to drive me out to to where the body is. You told them? But, B, I said I'd handle everything. I pay off Phyllis, and you can forget the whole thing. No. No, that's just it. I'll never forget it. I'm doing the right thing, finally. I know it. Oh, oh here's the police car now. Come with us, Grady. You can find the grave better than I can. Yeah, yeah, I, I hit something. Uh, come on, Archer, give me a hand. Be careful. Brush the dirt away. Hey, Mrs. Saxon, didn't I understand you to say that the person you struck was a man? Well, yes, yes, of course. Well, the body in this grave is female, a young woman, maybe 30. What? Let me see. Phyllis. You know her? Yes. 
Yes, I know her. And now I know something else, too. Oh, Grady. Of all the people in the world. What what are you saying, B? So this is how you got rid of Phyllis. What's this? No, B. You certainly don't think that oh, I... You must have wanted $50,000 awfully badly, Grady, to have killed for it. Did you plant the men's shoes in the grave? Or did Phyllis? Oh, that was a convincing touch, Grady. Oh, I can see how you figured to cash in on her little plot. But even Phyllis wouldn't stoop to murder. Oh, he's heading for the road. Stop where you are, Grady. You can't get away, Grady. Give up. He's made it to the road. He's running across it. And thus our little morality play about the evils of taking a shortcut to success. For Phyllis, it turned out to be a grave mistake. And for Grady, well, he got hit by a car trying to escape. But he certainly got his lumps. In our cast were Pat French, Lee Posh, Don George, and Duncan McLean. Shortcut was written and produced by yours truly, Jim French.